Southern FM, this is Beyond the Boundary with Carl Bianco and John Donahoe. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. Carl Bianco is my name. John Donahoe is joining me across the table. Good morning to you, Donners. Carlos, big uh, weekend of footy already, so uh, excited to talk about some local footy. Oh, there's plenty to cover. We love covering all the competitions in our area, the VFL, the VAFA and the SFNL. You can text us in at any time this morning on 0404 736. We would certainly love to hear from you across the morning here on Southern FM. But we've got to get straight into our first guest this morning because it's a busy morning and it's great to be able to have, well, uh, a great recruit to the Sandringham Footy Club having just come off the list of St Kilda and uh, he's a, a brilliant recruit that Sandy have got and joins us on the line this morning in uh, Nathan Wright. Nathan, thanks so much for giving us some of your time this morning. No worries. Thanks for having us, guys. G'day, Nathan. John Donohoe here. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're obviously injured at the moment. How's the uh, how's the rehab going? Yeah, coming along well, thanks. Um, just a little slight um, tweak of the hammy, so just taking a couple of weeks off um, to get it right, but nothing too serious. So we'll be good to go in a few weeks, a uh, few weeks' time. So we talk, is this going to be a, a three- to four-week one, or is it a bit longer than that for the recovery? Uh, no, nah, it, it should be pretty quick. So at the moment, we're just aiming for two weeks off. Um, and then just kind of see, you know, how it pulls up. So I think we've got two games and a bye, so probably after the bye we should be good to get back into it. Is it hard for you uh, coming onto a list like this? Obviously, you played a bit, uh, you've played a bit at Sandringham before and sort of being injured and then watching the boys go out there last week and, uh, and not be able to get the job done. You just wish you were out there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was a bit of a disappointing game last week. Um, obviously... Footscray, you know, played really well, got the season off to um, a good start, but it was a bit disappointing for us. So, you know, obviously after a bad game, you always want to be out there to, to bounce back. But I'm sure um, the boys will put in a good performance today and they're playing another good team in Box Hill. But, yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to put in a good performance and hopefully get the win. Have you got, uh, have you got a, a role today to play uh, or are you just sitting in the stands watching? Uh, pretty cruisy today, mate. I'll just be sitting in the stands, supporting yeah. from the sidelines, which is always uh, much easier than being out on the ground. Nathan, uh, you're playing under Sammy Hamill at, uh, at Sandringham. How much of an influence has, has he had on you in, in, in your career? Uh, yeah, he's had a big influence on me. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to um, have him as my forward line coach for a couple of years um, at the Saints, which is really good. Um, you know, just the way he goes about it, obviously, he was um, a superstar of the game, so he knows he's got you know, a lot of knowledge. Um, on how to go about things, so it was great to work with him, and then obviously um, being able to work underneath him full time now um, at Sandringham is something that um, you know I'm looking forward to this year. Definitely, and, and yourself, what role do you reckon you're going to play when you when you do slot back in? Uh, is, is there anything different for you this year to expect? Um, no, it'll be pretty similar to what I've done over the last couple of years, um, mostly as a small forward. Um, but yeah, it would just depend on, um, I guess, the players that we have coming back from Saints, um, and obviously the Sandy players. So it'll be a mixture of, you know, inside, 
a uh, bit of wing at some times, but probably predominantly as a forward um, this year, I'd suspect. How have you assessed the uh, the Sandringham list? There's been a bit of turnover. Um, obviously, Sam Gilbert's come in as well to join you as a as a recruit off the St Kilda list, but it is quite a young sort of list and the and a new captain as well. How are you seeing the list uh, going this year? Yeah, it's pretty exciting to be honest. Um, you know, obviously with Brady Seckle um, coming as skipper this year, coming off a a really solid year last year, um, where you know he dominated all. Uh, facets of the game um, and led and led really well last year. So he's come in as skipper um, to lead the team. And then, yeah, we've got a lot of young guys coming through, uh, which have a lot of potential. Um, and they've done a really big pre-season. So, you know, we're looking um, to have a lot of improvement from the younger guys. And obviously it helps a lot with Gilbo coming back as well. Obviously he's had, you know, that much you know experience at AFL level so we can pass it on to the younger guys. And, um, you know, he's a really good leader, for, especially the defenders um, down Sandy. Uh, I want to ask you about your time at St Kilda. Being a St Kilda supporter myself, I've seen, I saw a lot of you play, and I was pretty impressed by it. How hard was it, though, to hear that news that they weren't going to give you um, another contract at the end of the year? Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. Um, I guess you sort of always know, you know, that the career can't last forever, so it could have come to an end at some stage. But it was a little bit disappointing to hear. But um, you know, I sort of missed the last probably eight weeks of the season last year um, with an injury, so I had plenty of time to prepare for it off-field, um, get a few things in place, and obviously mentally prepare for it as well. But I guess it's always disappointing when you hear that. Um, but, yeah, I think, yeah, I was prepared well enough for it that um, you know, I was good when you know, the time actually happened. Are you confident and, and sort of hopeful that you might be able to get yourself back onto an AFL list at some stage? Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, obviously, I wanted to give it a good crack, especially this year. So I wanted to, you know, go down to Sandy um, and give it another good crack for, for 12 months. Um, and then, obviously, you know, help out the younger boys. There's a few young small forwards down there that have, you know, done really well over the last couple of years. So <clears throat> I just wanted to work with them and, um, yeah, just sort of go hard for 12 months. And, yeah, we'll see what happens. So Footscray last week, and unfortunate defeat at the helm of them uh, last week, and, and today draw our attention to Box Hill Hawks, who obviously are the reigning premiers. Who who do you see as uh, as the teams that are, are going to really challenge you guys in 2019? Um, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Um, you know, it sort of changes every year, obviously, you know, Box Hill. Yep. And a few of those teams are always there about. They're pretty consistent um, on a year-to-year basis, but... Mm. Yeah, it just changes all the time. So, you know, every opposition you come against, um, up against each week, you have to prepare well for. And, um, you know, especially this week, uh, it's no exception. Um, you know, obviously it was disappointing last week. So we're really focused on this week, just, you know, just bringing our, our game style, bringing our pressure. Um, and under the roof at uh, Marvel, you don't get much, um, doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, it's great that you, you know the VFL clubs get access to be able to play on the the facilities such as Marvel Stadium, which is obviously an AFL ground as well. Is it is it a big sort of stand up for the VFL players to play on grounds that are like AFL grounds compared to say Wilson Storage, Trevor Barker Beach Oval? Yeah, I think it's um, probably just more exciting than anything. You know, obviously there'd be a few of the boys that haven't. Um you know, played an AFL deck before, so, you know, they'd be absolutely pumped, um, you know, to get out there, and especially on Marvel, which is um, one of the best decks going around. It's, it's just exciting, mate. Um, so I think, yeah, a few of the younger boys are pretty pumped to be running out there today, and obviously with the curtain raiser as well. Before Saints and Hawks, so hopefully there's a few supporters there they can um, play in front of.
Yeah, Nathan, uh, I just wanted to ask you, we touched on him before, um, Sam Gilbert. What sort of impact has him uh, has he had on the group? And obviously, having David Armitage in there as well, such experience at Sandringham. What, a, what, a, what impact have they had on the group so far this year? Yeah, they've been really good. Um, you know, obviously, Gilbo's had the whole, you know, pre-season down at Sandy. So he's, he's passed on a lot of experience. He's been um, a bit of a wise head, uh, the old fella. Um, so he's got a lot of experience, um, and especially with the defenders, he's, he's been working with um, the tall defenders and passing on the knowledge. And obviously, you know the Saints boys that are coming back as well. He can help them out because um, yeah, he sort of he's, he's been there and done that before. And then obviously with Armo, where um, you know we'd love to see him obviously in the Saints team. We don't. It's good for us that he's at Sandy, but um, yeah, he, he's just he's super. The way he goes about it, um, you know, he always leads by example when he comes down um, to the zebra. Um, yeah, we're pretty lucky to have him when he actually you know, plays um, and comes back. Have you or uh, any of your teammates uh, struggled to adjust to the new rules, the 666? We obviously saw uh, Jack Billings last week. He got a bit confused in uh, in Perth. Uh, but have any has anyone at Sandringham got um, confused or, or forgotten the rules um, coming up this year? Um, no, we've been pretty good. I think we had a little bit of an incident um, in a practice game, which was similar to what happened with uh, Billings. Um, last week, we kind of just, yeah, I think we're missing one on the wing, um, but we just got a warning, and it was in the preseason game. So usually when it happens once, you um, yeah, it usually doesn't happen again. So hopefully touch wood, we're, we're good for the rest of the season. <laughs> Nathan, I've got to ask you, mate, how is Sandringham going to beat Box Hill today? What's going to be the key to, to get over the line? Um, yeah, good question. They're, you know, as I said a couple of times, obviously a really, um, a really strong outfit. Their, their, their strength is... Um, you know, their ball use, they play very similar to the ones team. Um, <clears throat> so they'll they'll look to, you know, go for their kicks. They'll look to, um, you know, use their skills and, and back that skill set in. And own, and on the outside, they're, they're pretty good runners. Um, so if you get stuck into the ball, they can um, cut you up on the outside. So we'll be looking just to bring our game. We'll be looking to, you know, obviously defend them, um, you know, defend uh, their offense and, just get our game going. We're, we back ourselves on the inside, um, so we'll be cracking it hard today. And then it's just getting the balance right on the outside. Um, so if we can, you know, win the ball on the inside and um, you know do well on the outside, that'll go a long way to you know helping us out today. Definitely. Let's hope for Sandringham's sake that get the day started off well with the win, and that follows through to St Kilda in the AFL match this afternoon against the Hawks. Hey, Nate, thanks so much for giving us some of your time this morning. Look forward to uh, calling you throughout the year when we do broadcast the Sandringham VFL matches from Wilson Storage, Trevor Barker Beach Oval in Sandy, and uh, have a great day. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks very much for having me on, guys. Thanks, Nathan. Beautiful stuff there. Nathan Wright joining us, the new recruit to the Sandy Football Club, and uh, look forward to seeing him back out playing for the Zebs in uh, 2019. Yeah, and he was uh, he was a good player for for St Kilda as well. Obviously, didn't get on the park as much as he uh, as much as he would have liked. He, he mentioned there he was he was pretty injured uh, late in the piece, and I think he bro- I think he broke his leg at one point as well. But um, you know, he'll be a huge asset to to Sandringham, and we uh, we hope to see plenty more of him. As you said, Southern FM will be covering the uh, the Sandringham VFL games throughout the season. Yeah, kicks starting off next week, next Sunday afternoon. Kay Bianco behind the mic. Well, not just myself. We've got Mark yes. Seymour, David Coots. We've got yourself I'll be down on there as well. Comms, yeah. Michael Thompson, Molly May will be a boundary writer. Yeah, Leo Dunas. It's a big team, isn't it? Oh, we've got a massive team. You've got the team sheet ready to go. You've, you've been doing research. I know it's a week out. But yeah, you got to sort of get get 
prepared, Carlos. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking I might even just head down to Marvel Stadium a little bit later yeah, after we finish yeah. off here and, and sort of catch the there, second I'll half. Be there later. I'm yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah just go. just to rehearse just to the golden check. tonsils. You know exactly. how it is. Well, we've got a good relationship with them now. You know, I'm sure they'll let you in the rooms and you can chat to the boys. Oh. And, you know, just call our, our great friend uh, David Knizzo. He'll he'll let us in. Look, I, I have a bad record of going into <laughs> club rooms well, during my days covering the SFNL when we used to broadcast them uh, on this radio station. I got a reputation from one final match mm. uh, early on when I was boundary riding. I walked into the East Brighton rooms. Oh, down there at half early? Time. Down there at no, early? No, no, no. It's Springvale Reserve. Ah, it was during finals. Okay. So I walked into the East Brighton rooms. This is when Ben Murphy was uh, yeah, the successful Brother of coach. Robert Murphy. Yeah, correct. At, at East Brighton. And uh, they were doing pretty well back then. <laughs> the vampires. Now, uh, needless to say, I, I probably didn't see this one coming, but I walked in and Ben Murphy was at full flight, half time, and I just said, oh, I'm just here for the SFNL media. I don't care who you are, mate. Get out. Jeez, oh, he's, uh, he's screamed you out of the room. Uh, but it, I became the laughing stock of the SFNL media team. I still am. Really, Carlos, that's not days. good. Hey, Carlos, before we, uh, before we move on, all right, yes. I've introduced something today. Um, okay. A, a, I haven't told you about this, all right? I'm just bringing this to the table. We want... I'm, I'm starting a new little segment. All right? Oh, okay. I want people to blow their own trumpet, okay? Right, eh? I'm a, uh, you know, everyone's a team player. We love playing team sports. You know, it's all about the, the, you know, the other 18 guys out there. But just for today, yep. I want to hear individual stories of greatness from our, from our followers out there. I want to hear a day where a bloke's kicked 10, he carried his team through. They might have lost by 30 points, but yeah. I want to hear... A, I want to hear... Everyone out there who's listening, I want to hear your individual sporting greatness moments. It can be in any sport. You could you could have been the greatest badminton player of all time. I want to hear your greatest sporting moments because uh, today, you know, we, we know it's all about the team. We know there's no I in team, but we're going to make it a special case for it today. So, Carlos, what have you got, Carlos? You tell us. You, you were a, a great sportsman, still are. <laughs> Back in the day, <laughs> I wouldn't say great sportsman. I had my go at basically every sport I could play in the area. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Text us in your uh, greatest sporting moments. Tell us when, tell us where, and who you were playing for. Yeah, look, I as far as senior footy goes, not a lot of highlights. Probably the only highlight I can think of was when I got dragged playing against Mazenod for De La Salle, uh, <laughs> because I had an open shot in front of goal and I missed. There you go. So I got dragged. We go. won the game, oh, thankfully. Well, that's that's the important so thing, I, isn't it? You I know? could have contributed the winning point, well, but that's the uh, thing, you know, no. we're, we're happy. We're happy if, if teams have won the game and and you've kicked uh, and you kicked twelve. So uh, text us in oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. I was never a great sort of. Uh, I didn't kick a lot of bags. Uh, You'd have a few though. Surely well, there's a few I kicked, highlights. I, mean, I think in year eight, one of my highlights, I kicked five on the back oval at Costco, which you could kick a goal from, oh. from centre-half back, yeah. kick a goal at uh, at the Costco Hall Small back room. oval. Uh, oh, look, I kicked a couple of bags in my time, a couple of fives, but um, I think coaches re- quickly realised I was um, I was more of a defender than a forward. So um, Really? Yeah, because I, 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 oh, I remember there was one day, there was one day at Wesley, actually. Oh, here we this go. This is a bad story. This is, no, this is, a, this is going against what I was saying, but yeah. I kicked one goal eight. And I think from that point on, coaches thought I was a defender because I just shanking them all over the place. I think I kicked one from the top of the square, and uh, and, and that was the one I kicked from for the whole day. But uh, I did kick a bag of five against Scotch one day or something like that. So my my stories all revolve around cricket. I've won a couple of Norm Smith medals playing cricket. One recently about eight weeks ago. Well, I'm going to pump up my tyres here a little bit as well. There was another game that I recall in my real short senior career. I <laughs> I was playing for DLSL again, and uh, my 
fellow teammate was the very uh, talented footballer in Braden Maynard. Oh, yeah. Who was playing for Collingwood and played 70-odd games for Collingwood now. Good on him. You were, right. you were hitting him up, no doubt? Well, i tell you what I did. You know, I, I made Braden. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I, I wasn't that good. But there was this one game where we went out to play St. Bernard's. Mm. At St. Bernard's. Freezing cold. We only had 19. Ooh. So we didn't out even have... a snake pit. Oh, we Ooh. had... Imagine that, going to Bernard's to play That's them. That's a tough trip at the best of times. Very tough trip. Very tough trip. We got 19. Fully... We're depleted. We're real, really in strife. We basically... We had the white flag, basically... Ooh. Once we arrived at Bernard's. Well, yeah, I mean, there are plenty of stories out there. I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving what you're bringing to the table. Unfinished. Oh, hadn't you? No, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Playing, played against Braden Maynard. That's all right. Oh, sorry. Playing man. against, <laughs> playing, playing alongside Braden Maynard, and things got a little bit physical between Bernard's and Delar, and which, the, which is not use, usual for oh, us and Bernard's. Not at all. Not at all. But uh, it got a bit physical, and Braden's being held up by about three or four Bernard's guys, and I just came and threw them off. So <laughs> just one pull, Carlos. Bang. Uh, another one of my favourite local footy highlights. Anyway, we've got a text in, and if you do text us in on 0404000736, please put your name to it. I tore my Achilles heel. How about that? Oh, that'd be painful. That would be painful. They 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 liken it to being shot in the in the back of the leg. It just snaps. Jared, Jared Roughhead uh, came out one day and said he thought that someone had kicked him, or he thought he'd been shot from the third row because it just. Just snaps in two. So. But it literally, it's like mm. you know, on a lacquer band when mm. it snaps when you're playing around with it yep. too much. Elastic band yeah. just goes slap. Yep. Yeah, it oh. is painful. Yeah, it's not good. It's I not haven't good. had it done to me. Fortunately, yeah. touch well, wood. I'm, I'm hoping that ne- none of us uh, have that. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Texas in your greatest sporting moments in your career. All about you today. We want individual sporting moments. Tell us if the team won. Well, just of highlights. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. put your name to it. Obviously, we want to pump you up. We want to give you a bit of love. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and we'll come, uh, we'll, we'll read those out throughout the show, Carlos. Definitely. And we've got plenty of other uh, footy results that we have to get to throughout the VAFA SFNL. We might even touch on what's going on in the NAB League as well. Certainly, Matty Palmer's always across that. Yeah, we'll get him on in the next couple of weeks as well to find out how it's how it's going. The new new league, there's new teams involved because it's become more of a national competition, including teams like Sydney and whatnot. So we'll have a little look at that a little bit later on as well. This is Beyond the Boundary here on eighty eight point three Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. You can text us in as we just said oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Back with plenty more to come here on Southern FM for your Sunday morning covering everything in local footy. We got power and could lift boxer. Before our superhero can save the world, he has to battle a very powerful foe of his own. Muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy is a life-threatening, muscle-wasting disease that destroys young lives, muscle by muscle. I'm the toughest. I'm the toughest. Please help in the fight for a cure. Contact Muscular Dystrophy Association now at mda.org.au. In my community, when you're growing up, if you're the man, you know, you've got to be strong. I blamed everyone around me for the way I felt. My wife, work, my brothers. I mean, they changed, not me. I was sitting at the breakfast table one day and I couldn't eat. I sat there and I just cried. Men do get depression and for them there is hope. Call the Beyond Blue info line on 1300 224636 or visit beyondblue.org.au. 
Molly, that's me, and Fluoro, that's me, for Molly's Blooming Hour, Saturdays 4 till 5pm, for gardening tips, community announcements, fresh produce recipes and 80s and 90s music. You can give us a call with any gardening questions. We'll also chat about what's going on in your back and front yard and many other beautiful gardens in the wonderful Bayside area. That's Molly's Blooming Hour, 4 till 5, Saturday afternoons, proudly sponsored by Vasily's Garden Centre. Hi, I'm Grace. I'm Gabe. We're We're Scouts. We hike, we camp, we sail and canoe and climb. And so much more. It's awesome. We learn to care for ourselves and for others. We learn outdoors. Scouts is less screens, more friends. Real friends. The best friends. We develop leadership, resilience and have fun. From the age of five, Scouts prepares you for adventure and prepares you for life. It's time to check out your local Scout group at scoutsvictoria.com.au. Certainly are, and you are listening to Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. If it's happening in local footy, we'll bring it to your ears across this winter period. Now, 0404 736 this morning, we want to hear about your greatest sporting highlights. And we've had another text in from Hugh McLean, who said, Kingston Heath Cricket Club made 160 in, F, in an F-grade grand final in 2009. The other mob made none for 40. Then Huey comes in and uh, just ran straight through their top order, took four for 18, bowled them out for 90, and they still give Piggy Manning the best on-ground medal. It didn't go to Hugh McLean. That's stiff. Good on you, Hugh, for sending us a message and for listening in this morning to Beyond the Boundary. Gonna keep that's stiff. Keep those messages yeah. coming through on 0404000736. But John, huge day yesterday. Oh, it was a great day for footy. Great day as well. for footy. Great Very day for day. footy. Um, but uh, all eyes were on Turak Park. Clearly. Were they? Um, the home of footy. I'd argue otherwise. The home of footy in the Vaffa. Well, if you speak to our very own Wayne Fuller, who's having a week off this week, yeah. he'd say that uh, Morty Alec. Yeah, but I'm saying in the Vaffa. I'm saying in the Vaffa. But okay. anyway, All right. anyway, we move on. Uh, as we, as you know, I'm, Agree a, to disagree. I'm, a, I'm a, a big old Zavs man. And, yes, uh, I was yes. very, very... Uh, Proud of uh, proud of the boys yesterday as they um they went up against the the reigning premiers and St Kevin's not to be you know they they are a classy unit they are just a serious team but um, 15 14 104 old Zavarians defeated St Kevin's 13 9 87 and uh, the man who put this team together single handedly is the old Zavarians president Matt, oh, yeah. and Matt Cosgrave joins us on the line now Cosy with a dusty head how are you feeling today. No, good, thanks, Jonathan. I'm not sure about that single-handedly, but um, no, it was a, a great win yesterday, nonetheless. Were you, um, you now knowing knowing you as long as I have, you, you're a bit of a nervous man on game day. Were you tucked away in a corner just watching uh, watching the game from behind the goals there yesterday? Yeah, I was. I was, I was behind the goals, but um, after you know last year was a bit different. Winning round one makes it a lot easier and it, uh, makes it much more much, much more enjoyable round two. That's for sure. C- certainly does. I mean, look, we know it's round two, Cosy, and uh, and you know we're up and about, but. Does this does this win mean a, a bit to the boys? You know, especially up against the reigning premiers. Oh, one hundred percent, mate. It's um, as you say, it's only round two, but I think it's fair to say St Kevin's has probably been the benchmark and had the, the wood over us for a couple of years. I don't think we've beaten them for two years. So, uh, yeah, it meant, it meant a lot to uh, for the boys to get up yesterday. It was a pretty gutsy win when you know your, your captain uh, went down in the was it the second quarter and. And Tommy Gilbert, who's probably been one of our best players all year, was was down in the first quarter. So it was a really gutsy win, and uh, I know the boys are, are really, really happy with the result. Yeah, not good for Noons and uh, and Tommy Gilbert to go down, but no doubt we've got replacements in the twos. I want to ask you about quickly um, 
uh, a man I've been trying to keep an eye on. Uh, obviously, I can't get to as many games as I would like, but Rowan Buick's impact on this team in the first two games has been huge. He kicked three last week. He kicked two yesterday. From all reports, he had about 29 touches yesterday. What's what's he brought to this group? I mean, he played 104 AFL games, and he already looks like he hasn't lost it. Oh, mate, look, there's, there's no doubt Rowan's a, Rowan's a star. Um, but uh, look, the biggest thing that... Uh, He's put the cup. He's just a fantastic person. I mean, I'm, I'm actually here at Throat Park now watching our girls team get up over RMIT, and, and he's here running water for the girls. So oh. I think that's, that just shows what kind of bloke he is. He's uh, been a fantastic addition to our footy club, and uh, we're very, very lucky to have him. Matty, the off season, how the how recruiting go? Did you did you recruit many? Did you lose many through retirement or, or moving to other clubs? How did the club fare uh, after the off season? Uh, look, yeah, we uh, we had a couple of uh, a couple of senior midfielders who who aren't going again in, in Ben Kennedy and Tommy Johnson, who have uh, been you know good long time servants of the footy club, and we managed to to pick up a couple of um, a couple of really good recruits. Obviously, Rowan, um, you know, being being a standout, and also the Prowse brothers, um, Nick and Chris, who are both two hundred centimeters plus. Uh, we, Nick hasn't got on the field yet; he's got a hammy, but he'll be back after Easter. And, and Chris, uh, Chris has played really well in the first two games. So some pretty handy recruits there. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're pretty happy with uh, um, the, the off-season work. And we've also got Will Hams, who uh, we think will be a really handy addition. He gets back after Easter as well. So I think he'll slot nicely into the midfield um, and, and be a really good addition to our footy club. I was going to ask you, who do you think is going to be your most difficult uh, opponent to come up against? But you've you've come up against St Kevin's and and again gotten over the line against them yesterday. Uh, aside from St Kevin's, who else are you looking out for in 2019? Oh, look, I think um, obviously St Kevin's has been the benchmark for a couple of years now. But I think the great thing about the comp at the moment is it's a really even competition. You only have to look at last year's results. I think I think Scotch went down to uh, to B grade and were, were pretty stiff. So probably probably lost about six games by under a goal. Uh, there was Uni Blues and Scotch played in a relegation game and the loser was going to go to B grade and Uni Blues ended up finishing fifth after winning that. So I think it just shows how tight the competition is. I think anyone can beat anyone on any given day. Um, and it's, it's probably a really good sign of a, a healthy, strong comp. Yeah, Maddie, we saw uh, we saw last week uh, the VAFA awarded James Del Bosco the uh, the Rising Star uh, nomination for the week. Uh, we, it's good to see so much young talent coming through. I mean, Michael Batten now obviously he's on the Sandringham list as well. Uh, we've got we've got some serious talent coming through the ranks and the under nineteens and through uh, up to the ones as well. Yeah, and I think that was probably one of the more more pleasing things over the you know last couple of weeks. There was I think six guys have played. Uh, in, the, in our last two under-19 flags. We've been lucky enough to have a bit of success in the under-19s over the last few years. And um, I think over the first two weeks, we've had about six blokes come out of those teams to play senior footy. So, you know, a lot of talk about recruiting and whatnot, but if you can um, grow, them, grow them from within... It uh, it helps a lot and, um, and and puts the club in a pretty healthy spot. I want to ask you about uh, the big man up forward, uh, Chopper. Do you get yeah. does, does Chopper tell you uh, at the start of the year? You know, oh, this might be my last year, and then he just keeps going around for ten years on after that. Uh, he's pretty oh. resilient, the big fella, isn't he? Oh yeah, he sure is, buddy. He, um, he kicked another couple yesterday, four in round one. He just keeps going and going and going. He's a, uh, you know he's an ornament to amateur footy, and he's a, he's, a, he's a legend of uh, our footy club. Um, and look, Chopper Chopper can keep playing as long as he wants to. Mate. He's uh, he's a he's a pretty special player, and you know when he decides that. You know the time's up when he when he stops kicking goals. Well, that that'll be up to him. And um, you know, I'm sure he's still got a few seasons left in him to be 
Yeah, and I want to ask you also about his forward partner down there, Gossie. Uh, Gossie, I think last year copped a bit of unfair criticism. You know, people thought um, his heart wasn't in it uh, from the outside, from outside the four walls of the club. Uh, now we obviously knew that it was, and obviously Gossie's been injured as well. But he looks to have bounced back beautifully this year. Three or four last week, he kicked another few yesterday. Um, it's really good to to see him up and about, isn't it? Oh yeah, he was. Um, you know, in particular round one and 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 yesterday as well. He, he back to some of his best footy and, um, you know, I think people kind of forget just, just how good Brendan can be. Like, yeah, he has, he's had probably last year, wasn't a great year for him, but, you know, there's, there's a multitude of reasons for that and, um, you know, it's great to see him back enjoying his footy. I think that's, that's probably the most important thing. Uh, he's back enjoying his footy and he's, he's playing some bloody good footy as well, which is great. So, club president at uh, Zabs for a couple of years now, from what I understand, it- what does a weekend generally look for you? Look like for you? Well, I think it was at Turak Park about eight thirty yesterday, and I'm back here again now. So <laughs> a lot of time I spent at Turak Park. Slept in the rooms <laughs> last night, Cosy. Not quite, not quite. <laughs> but um, I look at uh, yeah, just trying to get to as many games as possible. Um, you know, support support with nine teams. So I try and get around and support all the teams. Uh, Cosy, you'd be happy with the uh, with the impact that uh, Jason Holmes has had, obviously. Uh, played a couple of years in the AFL. He had 58 hitouts yesterday, um, and he's giving us giving us first use in the midfield. You'd be pretty happy with uh, how he's fitting into the group as well. And from all reports, he's a, quite a popular um, man around the group. Oh, mate, he, Jason's a, Jason's an absolute star. Um, he came second in our best and fairest last year, but you know, much like Rowan has this year, you know, really bought into the footy club. Um, you know, he's he'll, he'll speak to anyone. He'll help out anybody. He'll you know, on Thursday night he was he was here early and doing some ruck work with the girls. Um, he's really bought into our footy club. You know, he's he'll, he'll speak to anyone. He'll help out anybody. He'll you know, on Thursday night he was he was here early and doing some ruck work with the girls. Um, he's really bought into our footy club um, massively, and he's uh, he's playing some seriously good footy as well. He's you know, two hundred plus centimetres tall with with a big leap on him, so it's pretty hard to match up against and. Um, you know, with a bit of class running through that midfield now, uh, it, it makes for a pretty dynamic group, I think. It certainly is. Now, Cosy, obviously we've missed finals. I think I think it was four out of the last five years. Am I correct there? Yep. Yeah, right. yep. yeah, yeah. So uh, was there a talk in the off-season, obviously you as president, about bringing in these these bigger names, uh, who, who the right sort of people were to get us back to the finals? Oh, look, yeah. I think you can't... Um, the amateur competition's getting... More and more professional. Um, I don't know, it kind of contradicts it, but it's um, the competition's getting better and better, and you can you can see that by the, the quality of people and players that are coming into into the comp across the board. And um, but you know, as a footy club, you, you can't compromise on the type of people that come in, no matter how good they are. Um, and we've we've been really big on just making sure that you know we get the the right type of people and a bit of a no dickhead policy. And um, you know, people like Rowan and, and Jason are. A really good example of that, and um, we're we're really happy with the people that look forward to our footy club for sure. Yeah, uh, and one final one before we uh, look at just look ahead quickly to next week. Uh, you obviously saw St Kevin's firsthand yesterday. Uh, what what did you make of Jared Waite's performance, and obviously Mitch Brown as well? They're they're obviously still going to be uh, a supreme team in this competition, uh, but you'd be very happy, of course, that we uh, that we were able to beat them yesterday. But what did you make of them yesterday? Oh, mate, they're, they're a serious outfit, a very, very well-drilled outfit, and, uh, you know, a really 
well-respected and class footy club. Um, Jay White's going to kick a lot of goals at Abbott Footy. That is, that is for sure. I think he kicked five yesterday. And um, for us, it was just about you know winning the footy at the source and making sure he didn't get any uh, free-flowing ball down there because I think one-on-one, I don't think there's many defenders in the comp that are going to be able to stop him. He's um, you know, a threat game player in the, in the AFL. He's, he's a star. So um, by all accounts, really bought into St Kevin's and, and the amateur, you know, amateur football. So I, I don't think it's a, it's a good thing for the competition. And, um, you know, they're going to be really strong this year and pretty hard to beat again, I think. Now, Cosy, final one for me. We look ahead to next uh, next game uh, against an opponent that's sort of been a, a tricky one for us of late. They uh, they knocked our finals hopes out last year with Trinity, uh, making the trip out to Bulleen. No Brendan Yetzi this year. Are you expecting a, still a, a pretty um, strong Trinity side? They went down pretty convincingly to Uni Blues yesterday, but they, they always seem to bounce back pretty well. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're a really good footy club. We've got a lot of um, guys that have kind of come up through the school and have been around there quite a long time, you know, and Harry Tinney and a few of those guys. And um, they'll, they'll be really hard to beat, especially out there. Um, we've, uh, we haven't got a fantastic record out, uh, out of Bullwain, so it'll be good to get out there and, and give it a crack and hopefully come away with uh, a three-zip start. But, um, you know, they're going to be pretty hard to beat. And, um, you know, I think that, yeah, as you say, they've lost a few players, but I'm sure they've got... Uh, Guys ready to stand up, and you know you can't you can't replace someone like Brendan Yetzi, but um, I'm sure they've got a few guys ready to put their hand up and and uh, take on uh, the responsibility moving forward. President's cap on as a whole. How how do you see the the comp looking in in 2019? Oh, I think it's it's incredibly healthy. You know, it's, you know, there's been a lot of talk about you know AFL players coming into the comp, whether it's a good thing, you know, a bad thing, whatever it may be. I just think it's you know, it's it's a really good story um, for for the VASA and um, to have you know Brendan Goddard playing at Caulfield, I think it's sensational. Like he's a Caulfield boy, and you know it only makes for a stronger competition. As I said before, in A grade, I think anyone can beat anyone on any given day. So um, it makes for a stressful weekend, but it's um, uh, I think makes for you know a really good strong competition. And I'm sure 29 will be. Um, We'll, yeah, we'll be a fantastic year of amateur footy. All right, Prez. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, we we know you're a, you're a busy man down there watching uh, watching the girls play, and they're going well as well, which is always good. Uh, we thank you for your time. Uh, I might see you on Thursday night to come down and uh, raid the merchandise bin, actually. Uh, very good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. No worries. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> there we have it. Matt Cox. Cosgrave there, if I can get my words out this morning. Matt, Co- Cos- <laughs> Matt Cosgrave from yeah, the Old Tavarians I'll get it out someday. He is one of the great, uh, one of the great people that you'll ever meet around, and you need them around uh, around all footy clubs. But he's just he's a good, uh, a good person and a good uh, a good operator as well. So um, the the old Zavs the old Zavs are in very good hands at the moment. Definitely uh, club president of the Old Zavarians yes. there, Mo- Matt, Matt Cos- Cosgrave. Jeez, you even got the the. You're a, you have a spell, Carlos. I think we need to take oh, a break. Uh, you know, that's, you, that, that's a Barry Crocker. That's yeah, a shocker. I'm, I'm calling, having a shocker. I'm calling Bug back. We need him We need him back on the show. I've got a story to tell. I'll tell you. Anyway. <laughs> any, uh, any text coming through there, Carlos? <laughs> well, about, we, uh... Do you have another text through this morning? Johnny Reb has uh, come back at us and said, you were spot on about the torn Achilles pain. 
So I'm I'm glad we, we got it accurate there. Well, I'm, I'm, I can imagine it wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be the most pleasant thing ever. Now uh, we we want to hear from you this morning. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six is the number. What's your footy highlight or your local sport highlight? Or any sporting highlight in general that uh, comes to mind when you think of grading sporting greatest sporting highlights of all time. Mate, I, I what is struck- wrong with you? I don't know, mate. Yeah, I, you, you I don't know. Like you've had about thirty-five beers I, last I, night. I, I do sound like that. I'll just crack another one right now. No, drinking no, gamble. Do you want me? To, do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to throw to the break, mate? No, no, no. Because we're not going to a break just <laughs> oh, yet. No, we, we've delayed this for so long. We're half an hour into the program. We haven't even gotten into this. On beyond the boundary. We know within the four walls of the club, once you're inside those four walls. Inside the four walls. Yes, Johnny, it's that time. Inside the four walls. One of our favourite things to do on a Sunday morning. Inside the walls. No, I got it out. Inside the four walls. I, got, I, got I was just making sure, mate. Just saying sure. Did I say it correctly? Yeah, you did. I'm only I'm joking. going mental. I'm anyway. only joking. No, it's okay. Oh, well, do you want to kick us off? Whoa. Well, this is a, a, a tad controversial. Oh, so. I love controversy. Go ahead. Yeah, so inside, Just don't name names. No, I'm not naming no, any we, names. We don't, we don't name names here. We no, don't want to be nasty. I'm not naming the league. I'm not naming the names. But within the four walls, I've heard that clubs are forking out a decent amount of money every week to ensure that uh, there's there's coverage for every footy club to look back on each week. Uh, and it's fair to say some clubs aren't exactly too thrilled about the whole situation. Oh, interesting. Now, I I bring this up because, you know, every club are on different levels financially, administration-wise, and from what I understand... The, the cost uh, for each football club to have this media from coverage... From said company? From said company. Uh, it's, you know, it's not just a couple of dollars. So Pretty pretty, uh, pretty expensive stuff. Uh, inside the four walls, I've heard, uh, yeah, a couple of clubs aren't exactly thrilled with the, hi- mm. oh, the whole idea. Interesting. Yeah. That's uh, that's not that's not good, Carlos. No, no, no. Well, a good run from you. Not not, not naming names no, at all or anything like that. No. But uh, that's what I've just heard around the traps yeah, wow. within the four walls. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to investigate that one. It will be. Now I have to dig deep for this. Oh, this here one, we go. And it's not. Uh, it's not a confirmed yet. It's not confirmed yet. But right. it's it's in the pipeline, and it's more of a future thing. Than a than a sort of thing that's going to happen in the next. Uh, sorry, it's more like a next year sort of thing. Yeah, so it's a watch and act. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'd be keeping an eye on a certain uh, Vaffa A grade club. Right. All right. Um, one that uh, sits in the top couple on the ladder. Okay. Uh, you know, there's a former AFL star who uh, used to go to the school. I'm not going to say which club. I'm not going to say because I don't want. I don't want speculation out there. I don't want mm. you know this person or the club to be put in a bad position. But top top couple on the ladder. He, this former star went to the uh, went to the school, not playing AFL anymore. Right, might be overseas. So did play AFL. You've just revealed did, he was a former play, AFL. Yeah, footballer. yeah, I did say that. Yeah, former AFL footballer. Okay, uh, just confirming. I thought one, I heard that. And a good one at that. A yep. very good one. Mm. Um, might have won a Brownlow. Um, <laughs> Oh. Overseas at the moment. I was going to come back at you with another comment, but that would have probably given it away. Overseas at the moment, <laughs> uh, very good mates with a with a with a man who also went to the school. Yep. has played for this club as well. Yep, uh, maybe on the radar for for them next. I'm I'm talking more next season. I think yep. next season. I yep. probably don't think he's going to be able to come in and play this season. No, but next season, keep an eye out for a former Brownlow medalist that might just get uh, get asked to. Come out of retirement, yep, 
and uh, and play for uh, for his former school side. So it's a player they've been who's been highly touted by this school for a long time, and mm. and and they're hoping that they can uh, they they can get him back at one point. Yeah, clearance cut off. Uh, play clearance. June thirty, isn't yeah, it? Uh, I always thought it was. I believe. Don't it still think he is. needs a clearance though for play- Well, you probably need to be cleared. Well, you got to register as a player yeah, for yeah. whatever side you. Yeah. And the point system comes into account too, because yeah, yeah, being true. a former AFL footballer, he'd be looking at more of a six points. But that's true. He that's has true. been out for was it? Is it a season? Two seasons? Uh, this would be sec- I think it's second, second season, season out. out. Second season out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I still think if you're a fairly mm. recent AFL footballer and you haven't played any footy since, yeah, you you're up there in the five or six. Point mark, and he was a very good footballer. He was just he was outstanding. So yep. um, he'd be huge for this club. Uh, if you've got an inside the four walls, if you've yes. got any little rumours that you want to give us, as well as we want to, as we said, we want to hear you blow your own trumpet. All right, yeah. I want to hear about the day that Jimmy out there kicked twelve goals and yep. his team got beaten by forty points. Mm. All right, I want to hear that day, and he yep. carried the team, and his teammates got him a slab of beer. Yeah, I want to hear about it. Or if you've played against an AFL footballer Correct. or former AFL footballer, yeah. or and how did they go? They weren't an AFL footballer. Well, I can, tell, I can tell you this. I, uh, you know, I might, I might blow my own trumpet for the first time today. Okay. I got best on ground against uh, Ange Christou one day. Right. Ange Christou, and uh, granted, he was forty, um, playing for Hawthorne Spartans, but you know, I tore him apart. <laughs> I got a I trumpet a, in there. I was a fullback. He was at full forward. I, I got a, I, um, a poor trumpet in there because a forty-year-old doesn't count, man. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he still played footy. He's you know he's a former <laughs> AFL superstar, Ange Christou of the Carlton Footy Club. So oh. you know, uh, I thought it was pretty. Uh, I was pretty happy with my work. How old were you? I was twenty-four. It was like last year or the year before. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't that long ago. Uh, 0404 If you've played against an AFL superstar, if you want to blow up blow up your own tyres, or if you've got a rumour for us, uh, text us in 0404 736 Now, uh, before we head to a break and head into the SFNL, because we are going to be joined by the senior coach of the Port Colts Football Club in Lindsay Gilby. I covered that game yesterday. It was Did good. Yeah? He's a, he is a good coach and a good bloke, Lindsay Yes, Gilby. yes, very much so. So we'll get to that a little little I'll get to that in a moment but uh, before we do I want to go through some more of the results from the VAFA and we'll have a look at William Buck Premier Division uh, and start with the first game Donners Old Carey 5838 travelled out to the Snake Pit which is going to be a fortress this year mm. um, old Joey Pignataro one of our mates he uh, what's his it, name Joey, Joey Pesci Pignataro oh Pignataro the Piggy the pig. Piggy um, I never called him the Pig though the Pig uh, just yeah. call him Joe. Yeah, well, he's probably got a few nicknames. He'd, okay. be, he'd be listening though for sure. Oh, totally. He, his mob are uh, two and two and zip. They uh, they beat Old Kerry eleven twelve seventy eight. So yeah, off to a flyer. Six goals in the first quarter to one. I don't see and, Jay Pignataro anywhere though. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's behind the mic these days. Actually, behind the, the mic. Yes. Um, I think he was more of a third, seconds and thirds uh, player though. So Joey Pig's. Tell us, tell it. Well, Joe, maybe Joey will be able to tell us what team he played in and what his highlight. I know was. he did do a uh, career-ending injury a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think he did his knee. He said or something. Yeah, but something he did like say that. he'd always be back. So yeah, I think he was he was going to come out of retirement this year, but uh, I think microphone duties uh, came instead. Microphone duties yeah. came instead. Ah, so good old um, Joey. They're they're uh, they're not looking too bad. Actually, that was at Kerry. Sorry, that was at Kerry. That wasn't at the Snake Pit. Apologise. Come on, uh, that was at Kerry Sports Complex. But um, not a bad start from uh, some Bernards coming up from B grade. Yeah, no Bernards. They're always a team to to watch out for. I, I reckon. And and from my days. Uh... <laughs> Being at De La Salle, I know that uh, yeah, their their fortress there is uh, is is always a great place to go out to. 
as an away side, but they played away and uh, got the chocolates there against Old Kerry. Great game. Next one, University Blues 15-14-104, defeated Old Trinity 11-12-78. Uni Blues mm. looming as a real threat this year. Yeah. Um, there's only three undefeated teams, which we'll get to at the end. In the and best, that, is that Rodney Ede? He's back out of retirement. <laughs> I think that's Ryan Ede. Oh, okay. Uh, I've, played, I've, played against, uh, I've played against him before. Very good player. I was going to say, Rocket might be a bit um, old to put the boots on. But the interesting one about this is that... Um, Trinity led for majority of the game. They were yeah. four, 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 four to two, three at quarter time. They'd be disappointed they led, with that. They led seven six forty eight to five five thirty five at half time. Yeah, and then they've given away five goals to two. So that's a that's a tough one for for Trinity to swallow there because they probably had this one at one, and I mean they gave away they they gave up five goals in the last quarter as well mm. to two. So. You know they've they've only kicked four goals in the second half. Well, I tell you what, next week's shaping up to be a good game between Old Trinity and Old Zabs because Old Trinity would be on the rebound having come off the, the loss there to Uni Blues and Old Zabs after beating St Kevin's they, they're on a bit of a roll. Uni Blues, I tell you, and and we had Nick Roach in studio last week and he mm. reckons they're one of the sleepers this year. He reckons yeah. they're they're a serious uh, a serious team. Um, Kieran Harper, who used to play for North Melbourne, is is really just their general. Um, so keep an eye on keep an eye on Uni Blues this year because. They're going to be um, they're going to be a handful. Definitely, yeah. And uh, two from two so far, the Uni Blues. So oh, the next one. Well, we've just spoken about yeah. it because he fifteen fourteen one oh four. The Aldervarians thirteen nine eighty seven. Ron Buick had twenty nine disposals and kicked two snags Not for bad. the Aldervs. Not bad. And for, for St Kevin's, Jared Waite, as Cosie said, Super boot. Jared Waite's going to kick a lot of goals. He's already kicked ten in two games, <laughs> so that's five and five. Uh, and Mitch Brown, Sean Kennedy, Sean Kennedy's one of the weirder people you'll ever meet. Yep, funniest per, funniest bloke ever, but he's a strange. Cat, strange cat. Right. So, follow him on Twitter if you if you want to see what uh, what he get up, what he gets up to. But um, he's a good footballer as well. But Jared White, best on ground as uh, as we would expect. Mm, yeah, definitely five goals. He's, so, he's tearing it up. So uh, St Kevin's lose their first game of the season. Yep. Now, your former mob. You want to run through this one? Well, De La Salle at uh, well, we used to call it Dairy Bell because it used to have the old Dairy oh, Bell ice cream mention, on the corner there. That. Too that soon. Was, that was one of the saddest things that's ever happened to to sport and, was, and, foot, and just life in general. The milkshakes, the ice oh, cream. They uh, were the best milkshakes. Yeah. You yeah. used to run down there. You get, you'd almost get there early just so you could go to Dairy Bell, yeah. get, a, get a milkshake and come back and watch the footy. Yeah. Oh, it was one of the great places to travel it when was. it was there. Yeah, rest in peace, Dairy Bell ice cream. <laughs> but uh, yeah, old Dairy Bell Oval, yeah, Waverley Oval, 14-13-97. The D's got over the line against Old Brighton in a, a close one, 13-9-87. Halftime, D-La had a, well, I wouldn't say comfortable lead, but a goal and a bit lead over the top of uh, Old Brighton. And then, uh, yeah, pretty close all day, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Worrying signs for Old Brighton. I mean, they've lost two on the trot now. I thought they would have beaten... I probably thought they would have beaten Dela yesterday um, after Dela uh, lost last week. Yeah. They went down last week to, I think it was Carey. Mm. Uh, I'd be worried for Old Brighton. I know it's round two. I know it's round two, but um, you want to get off to a good start. I think they've got a pretty tough run coming up. We'll we'll, we'll go through next week's games uh, yeah. in a moment, but, but uh, not a good start to the season for Old Brighton. Notice as well, Adrian Indovino kicking three for Delard there. So a good result for him. Now the last the last game was a was a shock. Uh, Collegians nine ten sixty four yes. were down by uh, Old Melburnians fourteen ten ninety four. So a thirty point win against a team that uh, finished in the grand final last year. Granted, 
we we did hear from Rochi last week that uh, they have a, just a plethora of players out. Taylor Hunt's still to come back from suspension. He's still three weeks away. Mm. Uh, they've just they've lost a heap of players through injury. So I wouldn't. I'm not calling this panic stations yet for collegians. Mm. They're so good that they'll they'll get these guys back and they could win 15 in a row from here. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's what there's four to fifteen games left. They yeah. could win every game from here conceivably. They they probably won't. The odds are they won't. No, yeah. But I'm I'm still expecting them to be top two come the end of the season. Definitely a disappointing result good, at home. Good result for, for old Melburnians with Matt, with no Matt Thomas either. Yeah, uh, disappointing also to see that uh, only results were provided by Collegians, Collegians and not yeah. by said other Nick football Papalo- club. Papadopoulos kicked three, Sam Hibbins two. So Papadopoulos uh, and Hibbins both best on ground. Mm, and none provided by old Melburnians. A quick look at the ladder after a couple of uh, Joey Kingataro's boys mm. on top. Jeez, Not two bad. straight for Bernards uh, with a percentage of 180.7. Yep. Aldevarian second uh, on the ladder with eight points, obviously, and Uni Blues, the under, the only other undefeated team. St. Kevin's, De La, Old Melburnians, Old Kerry, Old Brighton, Trinity, and Collegians round out the rest of the ladder. So, obviously, it's uh, it's pretty irrelevant at this point in time, and yeah. after two rounds, but it is interesting to see how it, all, how it is set up now yep. and how it changes throughout the year. Definitely. A look at some of the other results from local footy clubs within our area from Premier B. St. Bede's Mentone yesterday, disappointing result. At home, 4-8-32, went down to Caulfield. Grammarians, 14-22. Wow, inaccurate kicking there by Caulfield. 1-0-6, no multiples from St. Bede's, but Barnes, Tyquin, and Calvez in the and, best there. And still no Brendan Goddard. And Kai Beveridge, I believe, too, Certainly which is Lukey that. Beveridge's son. So Still no Brendan Goddard either, so it'll be interesting to see how many games he actually plays this year. Wallace with four, Barker two, Tony Olo two, and short two for Caulfield. Riley Edwards and Barker in the best there. Bo Morris this day on the Winners side of things, 15-13-103, defeating Monash Blues, 7-8-50. Good result. Artis. Yeah. With a fiver. Nice little bag there for there Griggy. Griggy. We'll call him Griggsy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. Virtue with three, Petering with two, Linen, Virtue, and Griggy in the best there. <laughs> Griggy. So that's his new nickname. Griggy's got a bag. Pointed by us, got a bag there. Uh, Taylor, the only multiple for Monash Blues there. Warren Harrison, Barring. Parkdale Vultures, this was a cracking game as yes. well. I mean, they're in, they're, they're, a, they're a member of the Bayside family. Certainly so, are. Uh, they went down, uh, to, well, we'll go ha- Old Halebury, uh, 12 16 88, defeated Parkdale Vultures, 12 14 86. Close game throughout. Uh, I noticed a name there this morning, and I, I did send it to a few friends, but I, I am aware. S. Lowe. Oh. Stuart Lowe. Oh, that's no, not the Stuart Lowe. Buckets. Is it? Mate, Buckets is out there. No, it's his son. I wouldn't have thought I got so. excited, though. I, I looked at it, and I said, is this Stuart Lowe that's still playing for Old Halebury? And I thought, oh, probably not. I looked, at, I looked at the names. That's like my Rodney E joke <laughs> earlier, Donners. Come I on, mate. I looked at the names in the uh, team list, and no, it was Sam Lowe, so his son. But he's kicked three. <laughs> he's, still, he's, uh, he's got his dad's genes. But... I'm I'm wondering why he's not on the St Kilda list. Get him on if he's yeah. kicking snags a three. Get Hello. him on the list. Yeah. Father son him. What was it? Halfway season draft this yeah. year. Yeah, Mid- I'm calling Sam Lowe. Get him on the St Kilda list. Uh, right uh, and that's a look at uh, what's happening in Premier B, and we'll quickly touch on Premier C as well. Old Mentonians ten thirteen seventy three defeated Pegs ten seven sixty seven. 
Hannah, Philpot, and Rogers, the best for pegs, the multiples. Romanik, Flaherty, uh, is that the best way? Probably. Rogers, two, <laughs> Philpot, two, that's my best. You're effort. having a shocker with the, uh, with the pronunciation today. No, that's all right. It wasn't too bad. Rothberg, three. Moorcroft, three. Uh, Damon, Rothberg, and Moorcroft in the best there. And uh, that basically wraps up. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, the the final one. I can't forget the, the Rovers. The final rematch. Yes, they're the one that we should be giving a lot of love to uh, after having the senior coach last week in Anthony Corn. He'd be disappointed. With Ooh, this result, didn't get off to a good start, did they? Seven, Ooh. four goals four to goals. one in the, in the first. Ooh, that, that's never easy to come back from. Seven, twelve, fifty-four. The Rovers at Boss James Reserve had a great luncheon, by all reports, though. Did they to uh, kick good off setup down first there. home. Very good, very, very good, good setup. Good. Yeah, were defeated by Ormond 10, 15, 75. Corp, the only multiple for the Rovers. Corp, Hodges and Bradford in the best, and for Ormond, Simon three. Buckley, three, Hind, two, McCartney, Hanley, and Ramsey named in the best there. That is all for the VAFA this week. Good competition, the VAFA. Yeah, very much so. Plenty of results to come out of that. We will take a quick break here on 88.3 Southern FM and draw our attention to the SFNL. This is Beyond the Boundary here on 88.3 Southern FM. It's 22 minutes past 11. If you'd like to text us in at any time, 0404 is the number. After this, we'll be joined by the senior coach of the Port Colts, senior football club from Division 1 in the SFNL, Lindsay Gilby. Do you like an old-fashioned trash and treasure market with everything from plants to pre-loved clothing, homewares to crafted jewellery and much more? Then join us at Bentley Sunday Market, 7am to midday every Sunday at Bent Street Car Park next to Bentley Station. All proceeds go to community projects of Bentley Moorabbin Central Rotary Club. Mention Southern FM for a free cloth shopping bag. Online at bentleymarket.org. Southern FM sponsor. People often say, I can't imagine what it would be like to lose my eyesight. I don't have to. At 28, I lost my vision within a month. I also lost my job, so many friends and my independence. But thanks to Guide Dogs Victoria, my guide dog, Audrin, has given me back my confidence. I trust him with my life. Help Guide Dogs Victoria provide mobility and freedom. Please call Guide Dogs Victoria to make a donation on 1800 804 805. Kingston Arts proudly presents Six Moments in Kingston, a mystery bus tour visiting six new public artworks dotted through Kingston suburbs. Interact with contemporary artworks based on infamous local stories, including the mysterious disappearance of pilot Fred Balanchich. Was he taken by a UFO? Phil Carman's headbutting incident at Moorabbin Oval. The global release of Parkdale rocker Rick Springfield's hit single, Jesse's Girl. Opening May 2019. Book now, 955-6440 or kingstonarts.vic.gov.au. Hi, this is Susie O'Neill. Most Australians live near the coast and, like me, enjoy the water for recreation. Here's a few things you can do to keep our waterways clean and healthy. Don't litter, because street rubbish ends up in the water and kills marine life. Use only slow-release fertilisers, or better still, organic fertilisers. Try not to use pesticides at all. What we do on the land affects what happens in the water. And hey, where would I be without water? Remember, the future of water is in our hands. Southern FM The sounds of the Bayside
You are listening to Beyond the Boundary here on Southern FM, your home of local footy in 2019. 0404000736 is the way you can text us in this morning if you've got a local footy highlight of your own or a personal highlight you'd like to share with us. We'd love to hear from you or anything. And inside the four walls, uh, if you've got a That's 50 that you want to contribute as well, get in contact with us. But uh, right now, we do have to draw our attention to the SFNL, the Premier Division of the SFNL in Division 1. And have a look at the game between uh, the Dingoes and Port Melbourne Colts because we're joined on the line by the senior coach of Port Melbourne Colts in uh, Lindsay Gilby. Lindsay, thank you so much for giving us some of your time this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, fair to say, not the greatest result, but uh, considering it was at the Dingoes' den, uh, it was only a couple of goals uh, and uh, you can bounce back next week, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a tight, tight tussle right from the first bounce, wasn't it? high-scoring game. I thought both teams went at it. There's always going to be a fair bit of intensity about it. We knew they are a good footy club um, and obviously got a good result last week So, with a proud history. So we were looking forward to the opportunity that presented us after a strong showing the week before against St Kilda City. And, um, yeah, it didn't get over the line in the end, but I still think there's uh, plenty of upside for our group. And, yeah, it was a, it was a good game of football to watch. Lindsay John Donohoe here. Thank you for joining us. I enjoy I, I enjoyed covering this game yesterday. Uh, um, calling this one out there, uh, you got you did get off to a good start. You kicked the first two goals, um, but sort of let them back in. I thought just watching it from uh, from the sidelines there and calling the game, I thought your forward entries were a little bit sort of uh, uh, suspect. Were you were you a little bit wor- uh, worried about that? No, no, not at all. Um, we. Uh... At times, I think most footy clubs are the same. When you're under, and there was a lot of pressure uh, from both teams yesterday. So when you're under a little bit of pressure, sometimes you just have to bomb it in. Um, and that was a bit of the case yesterday. I don't know. Obviously, you would have you you've seen the game and you watched it up close. That there wasn't much leading on uh, all the forwards coming out and leading and taking those types of marks. It was more all kind of scrap goals, a couple of contested marks. I didn't think it was a a day where you're going to hit up many forwards as much as the weather was nice I think there was just so much pressure from both teams um, both both teams scored ugly goals and at mm-hmm. times that's what it's going to look like with a lot of pressure so um, our entries yeah we were down a few players yesterday as well and uh, a lot of our probably more senior players didn't play like the, the level that they did the week before and and that shows so um, no, I'm not overly concerned about our forward entries that's for sure yeah, and look, I thought I thought when uh, when you threw Mitchell Clark forward to to be at the feet sort of and be that other option to to Lockie Harris because it seemed that Dingley had put a lot of work into Lockie Harris after King five the week before. I thought Clarkie just sort of gave you a little bit more down there. Uh, he was I thought he was outstanding yesterday. What does he provide to the group? Um, well, flexibility. Mm. Yeah, I think he's a. As soon as I got to the club, I thought him and Cal Cathcart because they're such good users. They, they have to play in the back half because they're both really, really smart footballers. And in today's footy, if you can't get it out of your back half, you're never going to score. So um, he's very creative, obviously, in our back end. But the, the luxury we have is we can uh, send him forward and, and pinch hit at times. So, um, yeah, I think he had probably two or three shots at goal. Could have quite easily had a couple. And in the end, there's the result. So we got the, the desired outcome probably... Towards the in the last quarter, he didn't get much opportunity as, as the ball was probably played in their forward half for most of it. So it is a luxury to have a player like him, and you could probably do the same to Cal Cathcart as well. But 
we went with Clark. He had an influence. It was great. Yeah, well, I mean, you mentioned Cal Cathcart there. I thought, to be honest with you, I thought he was outstanding for you. I mean, everywhere he went, uh, he just uses the ball really well. I think his best position there is off across halfback. But he was he was everywhere yesterday for you and sort of just kept you in that game and kept kept your defensive six really tight, I thought. Yeah, he was good. His, his ability to to make things happen under pressure, find a mark and it allows us to reset up the ground uh, is extremely valuable, valuable to how we go about it. Um, but no, he's and he's another guy who's... I coached him at Sandringham and he kicked four, mm. four or five most weeks in the development league. Um, so that's another card we can uh, throw up our sleeve. But we had a couple of players that didn't play. Max Mitchell-Russell didn't play yesterday and he's, he's, a bit of, he's a key focal point for us up forward. So we're probably a bit... Um, undermanned in that area of the ground so we went a bit smaller playing on a bigger ground but um, we've got a good challenge in East Melbourne in a couple of weeks time and we'll see how that pans out Now uh, I've got to ask you Lindsay, the new rules that have come into play in the AFL also in the SFNL how have you found the Port Colts uh, have adapted to them uh, game plan game plan wise uh, it, so far this season Yeah uh, I think um we saw a couple of restarts yesterday. I still think the umpires are probably getting their heads around it. It's hard for them to mm. adjudicate at times. But I think it's—I love the sixty-six concept. I think even watching a bit of AFL football as well. It just, even though the games are some games are really tight, just an entry or a clearance going your way, you've got an even contest in front of the footy, and I actually really, really like it. Um, I think it will help us. Uh, as a footy club in, in how we set up when we get a few guys back and we perform to the level that we did previously. But um, it really helps if you've got quality mids and quality forwards. Um, and if you can get it going your way, you can get really good field position and then hopefully score off the back of it. First year at the Port Melbourne Colts as senior coach. Uh, tell us, how did this come about? Uh, just, a, just a coffee and a chat, really. Um, <laughs> how it came about, it was, it was pretty simple and... Um, I, I knew a couple of guys down there anyway, yep. um, and it's and it's not too bad located for home. I, I used to live in Port Melbourne for about six or seven years when I was playing for the Dogs, and mm. I really liked the area and the people I met were were really good, very passionate about their football club, coming off a poor season what they had last year, and mm. so I I could have taken a lot easier jobs, but um, <laughs> this this one was uh, yeah, this was a challenge and it's something. I want to build for a while, not just for this year. We've got some challenges in regards to our club rooms and that this year that's getting knocked over. Um, So we're out of portables this year. So Mm. it will be a challenging time um, for the footy club, but it'll be all worth it next year when we run out in front of our new new social club. Yeah, it's going to look really good down there. Uh, Lindsay, I want to ask you, you were you were only goal down at three-quarter time uh, and it took probably f- uh, 15 minutes into the fourth quarter for either side to score, but what was your message at three-quarter time to the boys who uh, were, they looked they looked tired, but they were still still going strong. What was your message at three-quarter time to them? Oh, it was just, uh, I wasn't going away from who, who whichever team really won took their chances, those 50-50 chances, be it be it up forward or around the football uh, in, in contested possession, those tight games, I think it was low scoring, I think it was 68 to 56, if, if, if you might correct me on that, it was only two goals. The margin, whoever takes their chances in, in that area of the ground and and they, yeah, they took theirs, 
I was really proud of our effort as a coach. You can you can lose even though you don't accept losing, but when the effort's there, you can't question the players. Um, and they took their chance up there. They got some good forwards, but I thought our defenders actually defended really well as well when they are under the pump there in that last quarter, and, and especially in that little period of the second quarter where they they kick two or three, and in the end that's the game, uh, which I spoke to our guys about afterwards. You just got to play four quarters of footy against good opposition, and. Um, we probably played three quarters. We're undermanned a little bit. We lost a couple of guys to injury and we couldn't put them on in the second half. But I thought some guys went on and played some role, their role for the footy club and did it well and probably kept us in it. Yeah, and Al Lindsay, I, uh, what, last one from me. I pulled you aside just before the start of the game and I asked you, who's this number 26 and the big number 47? Now, you, you've told me that a couple of them forgot their jumpers yesterday. Now, will there be fines during the week or will there be punishments at training for, uh, for that sort of behaviour? <laughs> Yeah, I, and I think I might have replied to you. I've never had people really forget their jumpers. Yeah, yeah, I think you did say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after after eighteen years, I, I the, as as thirteen player five as a coach, more so I'm talking the playing aspect. Everything gets you don't even have to do a thing, and then um, yeah, <laughs> young Diaz forgot his forgot did. his jumper, so we had to do a bit of a number change there, and few other players forgot their socks. This is all good. This is all footy, really. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good thing about local footy, of, isn't it? Yeah, the part of local footy that really is is pure, to be honest. And that's why I'm enjoying it so much. It's to get back probably the passion and the love for the game, which you which you lose a little bit being at the top level for a long time, yeah. um, eighteen years. But now it's kind of it's a real outlet for me and something I'm really enjoying. And yeah, guys forgetting their jumpers and their boots and their mouth guards is, is all going to be a part of it. And a couple extra 400s for him maybe on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he needs it too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Now, uh, I believe next week due to uh, Easter, we've, you've got a, re- a week off to uh, recharge the batteries in the lead-up to your uh, your next task, which I believe will be East Malvern. So uh, what's the approach leading into that match in a couple of weeks' time? Um. I think our guys will benefit from having a week off. Uh, we we lost a couple uh, against St Kilda. See, I think it's it's going to be a pretty even se- season. I think East Melbourne played in the grand final last year. They've lost their first two. We beat St Kilda City quite comfortably, and then St Kilda City beat East Melbourne comfortably yesterday. So there's a bit of a few surprising results, but uh, I'm sure they'll want to. They're Norton too. They'll want to bounce back next week. Mm. Uh, or sorry, the week after, and we were on the road again. Yep. Um, so it, it's they'll be up and about, and we really need to match them. They they'll be hungry to get their first first victory for the year, and we just need to match them around the middle of the ground. And I believe, I seriously believe, we've got the cattle to do that. So I'm I'm extremely proud of our guys how they've gone about it the first few weeks, but. They'll be in for a tough tussle in a couple of weeks' time. Well, you're talking about you talk about matching it there, Lindsay. I mean, you matched it with arguably the one of the premiership favourites yesterday, and you only went down by two goals. Uh, you were talking about a couple of injuries. Are those injuries guys that are going to be able to get back this year? And when they do come back, are you confident that you can really push to the top four this year? Yeah, yeah, I'm really confident in our group. Um, if we play to our ability, we've got, and the upside from yesterday is probably. We had three or four guys who are probably our best six or seven players that didn't have their best games. Um, they were, they contributed when it was their turn, but um, they weren't at the level the week before. Um, so I'm I'm extremely excited of what our group can achieve. Um, but footy's a game; you have to bring it each week for four quarters and, and little lapses like we had yesterday uh, kind of 
got brought us undone at times, but I'm definitely confident with the group that we've got that um, we can definitely push for a top four spot. Beautiful stuff. Hey, Lindsay, thanks so much for giving us some of your time this morning. We really do appreciate it. And uh, all the best in, in your first year within the SFNL system and uh, as the senior coach as the Port Mel- of the Port Melbourne Colts in uh, 2019. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Lindsay. No worries at all. Beautiful stuff there. The uh, senior coach of the Port Melbourne Colts there and Lindsay Gilby, he's just a, a great uh, football bloke, isn't he? He certainly is. I mean, they weren't... They weren't horrible yesterday Port Melbourne they mm. weren't uh, they Dingley Dingley are a very good side yeah and Port have run them pretty close I mean there was one point at one point in that third quarter it looked like Port was going to run over the top of them they're only a goal down at three quarter time so I'd expect to see them right up there again the, uh, throughout the season so don't write them off uh, after they fin- they finished second last last year so they've done really well to sort yeah. of bounce back from that avoid relegation uh, beats and Kilda City last week pretty comfortably and now they've put it right up to Dingley. So they shouldn't be too uh, too upset with that. And one, once they get those injuries back, they'll be right. Yeah, and look, going to Suda Oval, the Dingo's Den, as it's uh, known as, you know... It's a scary the, spot down there. The Dingley the crowd, the they, they've got such a great supporter base, Dingley. So you go there and you're preparing to be outnumbered as far as supporters. <sighs> and, and to go there and to get a result like that one, only a couple of goals in, in the end... A credit to Shane Morwood and his team down at Dingley. Every year they always seem to be up there and they've had a great start to the season so far. But uh, well, well, let's touch on this game. I mean, we're going through the results now anyway, so we'll touch yeah. deeply on this game. I really was impressed with Dingley's... Um, their, how their back six sort of structured up. Mm. They switched the ball. They what I From what I saw yesterday, they switched the ball in the back half better than most teams I've seen play the game. They were just really so structured, so disciplined. Uh, Fian and, and, and Frost down back were just really strong all day. Mm. And then their forward setups, when they're going forward, they just chip the ball around up the, up the wing and they'll always go inboard. They always look for that inboard ball, inboard mm. ball, inboard ball. And then they had Parker and Farmer down forward who were just live wires. And I thought Ned Walmsley yesterday as well, or Lucas Walmsley, sorry, uh, was was really good. So yeah. they're going to be they're going to be a strong strong team and a tough team to beat this year. Yeah, don't forget Danny Hayes as well. Oh my god, always a great contributor. I, he was unbelievable yesterday. Mm. He was in it from moment one, and he took he, I think he took a real nice hanger as well. And he was in it from moment one all day and. You know he he's a big dude, so he, he they swung him into the ruck at some po- at one point as well. So mm. um, watch out for Dingley this year; they're they're looking pretty strong. Yeah, so eight ten fifty eight defeating Port Melbourne Colts six ten forty six. There the other another game that's happened in Division One yesterday. We've seen Height come up into Division One, and they've also recorded their first loss for twenty nineteen, going down nine twelve sixty six two and up and about Cheltenham Rosellas Footy Club fifteen fourteen one oh four. Getting uh, the job done there at Turner Road Reserve. It's a bit of a local derby, that one. Yeah, I, I said last week that I thought uh, Hyatt might be a little smoky uh, this year. And, you know, for them to obviously be be that, they would need to win games like this. Now, obviously, they're just still finding their feet in Division 1. So yeah. I'm not expecting that they're going to just fall apart. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I thought they would might maybe uh, get a bit closer to Cheltenham. But uh, you saw Cheltenham last week yeah. against Dingley. What did you make of them? I thought that was stiff not to, to get the job done last week. There was a couple of small, small things about uh, the way the game played out where there was a couple of decisions that were sort of touch and go uh, and didn't exactly help their cause in in the second half, and they <laughs> Dingley got on top, kicked a couple of it's goals, true. and you know when you come across uh, come up against Dingley, it's 
it's never an easy task, even if you are playing at home. And they did a good job to keep it within three goals in the well, end. It'll be interesting there. to see how Cheltenham go this year with Dylan Weichart and Mike Cook down there now. Former yeah. Sandringham. I mean, Mike Cook was the former Sandringham uh, Zebras captain. Excuse mm. um, so, yeah, I mean, they again. It could be a pretty even uh, contest. I mean, you were talking. You were talking before we had someone texting off air that was saying that there was a lot of blowouts in uh, in in Southern Footy League. But yeah. you look at Div One for the first couple for the first two weeks anyway. Like, I, I mean that that that's a big result, sixty six to one hundred and four. But yeah. you look at the other games; majority of them are pretty close. Yeah, look, and and Hyde are still finding their way in Division One. They had a good win last week against Oakley. They've they've gone down to Cheltenham, and Cheltenham are really trying to cement their position in a top four and play some finals, having missed out the last few seasons. Desi Ryan will be looking to get them into the finals this year, and one one after two games, it is only early on. They'd be happy with that kind of result in a local derby, as we said said away as well. Uh, and uh, look. I'm sure it would have been a good display of football down there. At Turner Road Reserve would draw our attention to Demons. Uh, another result, which is uh, good for the Demons from Bentley at home yesterday, 13-6-84, defeating Oakley, 5-10-42. Losses in a row now for Oakley. Mm, worrying. Mm, it's had worrying, considering all that was, has been promised in the offseason, a lot of recruiting, a different uh, administrators at the club as well, and a different coach as well. Notice mm. Jed Lamb played in this game for, uh, for Bentley. Yes. Um, and I noticed that Matt Vorbach's name, a mate of mine from cricket, is not in the best. And he was telling me last night how he had he had about 25 disposers kick two. Hey, he, he kicked kick a goal. goal? He's, he's named Vorbach? in the yeah, goal kick. he kicked kickers. one. Okay, so he's told us he kicked two. Yeah. So uh, he's already lied. So, yeah, I think he might be playing the 12 o'clock game next week. He might be in the reserves. Oh, well, don't <laughs> but, preempt anything. But a good a good uh, result for, Ding, uh, for Dingley, for Bentley, yep. who, as I said last week, put it up to some Pauls, fell apart in the last sort of quarter and a half. Uh, but good good. Good for them to get them get themselves on the board first home game of the year. Definitely. Sutherland with three, Backman with two, Anderson with two, and Jed Lamb. We mentioned mm. Jenny Lamb there. Two goals as well for the, the Demons. and Carlton, Sydney player. Playing six games for Bentley he this is. year. Yeah, yeah. and I, I want to I clarify. I mean, the bug, we'll wait until the bug's back next week. Yeah. I want to clarify that. If Bentley end up playing finals and he qualifies, yep. can they hold him back for two to... Can, can that... Go into finals, or yeah, can he I'm play more than I'm the six games? Yeah. There's so, all these questions. And say, to say his, uh, say his, te- his other team doesn't play finals, and he qualifies for Bentley. Will mm. he play the full final series for Bentley? So, uh, I would love, I would love some clarification on that. If anyone knows the answer to that, if there's any Bentley players out there listening, or yes. Bentley officials, or or anyone in the know, oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Tell tell us what Jed Lamb's situation is. Yes, and Cyril Kandaki was the only multiple for Oakley there, kicking the two Walker Carousella and. Banachi named in the best there. Bentley Reserve yesterday. Good results this, for Bentley. This was, a cr- this was a cracking game, this next one. Ooh. We were checking this. We were keeping an eye on the scores throughout. 12 yeah. 13 85, Morty Alec defeated St. Paul's. 10-2. Rating how's the How's the accuracy? 10 2 62. Dead Eye Dick. Six, one, six goals to none in the in the first quarter for St. Paul's. How's that? They and went, Morty Alec have come back. Morty Alec kicked seven Ooh. goals in the last quarter. To win the game, how's so this? Let's let's go through it. Let's go through it. Six six goals to none in the first. They yep. kicked a, the, uh, St. Paul's kicked one to one basically in the second quarter, and then uh, this is where Morty Alex started to motor. I mean, they've kicked five goals to two, <laughs> five goals to two, and that's the, thirty-one points at half yeah, time. Yeah, so they've kicked five goals. So it was six ten forty-six to nine two fifty-six at. Uh, three quarter time, yeah, and they've won twelve thirteen. So they've kicked six goals again in the last quarter to one. 
So they flipped the script, basically, from what the first quarter was yeah. to the last quarter. At the home of football, of course, uh, at the Ben Kavanagh Reserve. That's a, that's, a, that's a huge win. That's and massive. that tells me that they're right up there. Dead that set. That tells me they're right up there. They're in the contest. They're going to be a, a, a grand final favourite this year, at least. Ooh, yeah, a bit early. filthy with that. Two games in a bit early to, to claim who is and isn't uh, grand final favourites, I would say, Donna. So I'm not making No, I didn't say favourites. I said favourites to maybe get oh, to a grand okay. final. All you right. know, I said, but I, I'm definitely calling them a finals team. Jam, James Morris back Ooh. with five goals. He kicked the, kicked the one last week. He was imposing last week, yeah. um, but it sort of fell away. But James Morris, five goals. He kicked 48 goals last year from, Speedy from McPherson. 80 games. Josh McPherson games. with the two. Tolongs with two as well. Morris, Barnhorn, and Kneebone. Oh, Harry Haley. Good Harry to see Harry Haley. Haley. Uh, yeah. D-Larcel boy. Ex-D-Larcel boy, Good to yeah. see him in uh, in the best again. That's two weeks in a row. He was very good last week. Good, so. good footballer. Very good footballer. And speaking of D-Larcel boys, Stevie Muller uh, with the four goals as well for St. Paul's. Uh, Hunt with two. And they were the multiples there. The best players were Pete Clark, William Clark, do, star. Do any D-Larcel boys actually play for D-Larcel? Because it seems yes. like they're all in the Southern Footy League. Yeah, no, obviously. <laughs> Adrian Indovino, we covered. Yes, yeah, Ex-Dealar uh, boy, old Cole. And they they all there. seem to be fleeing to uh, to either Morty oh, Alex and Paul's, you know, Bentley. There, I have to say, there is a heavy Dealar uh, old boy presence in the SFNL. You look at Bentley, you look at... Morty Alec, and you look at St. Paul's, uh, they, they just live around the area. Better pay rates in the SFL, isn't there? Look, no comment on that. I, I don't know what's involved. But uh, we'll finish with the final game from Upset. Division 1. Yeah, the Peanut Farm. Oh, not, Goal not after so the much. siren to win the game. I wouldn't say it's a massive upset. Well, I mean, City. St Kilda City went down by 74 points last week. But a good football club with a, a lot of good True. good uh, players there as well. 12-12-84, defeating East Melbourne 12-8-80. O'Hare Vargas, Perry. Four goals. I think he kicked a goal on the siren to get, to win the game. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a video. He was snapping around the yep. corner. St Kilda City on Facebook. If you want to see it, Finlay with three, Firebrace with two. They were the multiples for St Kilda City. In the best players, Raf Clark. Raf Clark, first, oh, oh, oh. first game for the club and on the uh, board. Not bad. I might have to go back and watch that game actually. See how he was. Uh, see how he was going. Yeah, O'Hare, Vargas, Hanson in the best for them. Uh, and for East Melbourne, goal kickers were Hall, Fry, and Hammond in the multiples. That's a set, that is a setback for East Melbourne. After, they, they were good last week. They were good last week. Yeah. But that's a setback for them to be to be dropping that. So they're 0-2, played in a um, grand final last year. Yep. 0-2, I wouldn't have expected them to lose to St Kilda City, who would, as Bug said last week, disappointing in round one. Wouldn't have expected them to lose that. New coach, Rick Bean, senior coach, true. implements different strategies, true, true. different and game plan. Look, maybe Ralph well. Clark's come in and, and, and Sam Fisher and, and really just galvanised this group. Maybe they just had a bad week last week. You never know. Yeah, well, at home help being uh, being at home helps certainly as well, and you know, good result by St Kilda City getting the job done there uh, against East Malvern. We'll have a look at some of the other divisions just quickly as well. Chelsea Heights in Division Two yesterday, nine twelve sixty six defeated Sky away at Sky seven seven forty nine. Evans the only multiple for Sky there with four goals. Perryman and Walsh in the multiples for Chelsea Heights. Uh, and Odell, Etard, and Perryman, the best there for Chelsea Heights. How about Dufton? Mmm. Yeah. 464, Caulfield, 1921, 34 for Dufton. Yeah. Uh, not the first time Dufton have gone and uh, basically pulled Caulfield's pants down at Cornang Park Ooh. at home. Uh, and a good result there for the, the Eagles. Not so good for Caulfield. M. Brown, three goals for Caulfield. Jenkins, three goals. Uh, a couple of ex-St. Paul's boys, I reckon, playing go. for Caulfield there, just quietly. They are boys, probably. 
Yes, they are. <laughs> Brown, Buggy and Ballard in the best there for Caulfield. And for Dubton Eagles, Sigursma, Wright and O'Neill were three. Wilson were two. Johnson were two. They were all lining up. Beer, one of my favourites. Uh, the drink the or the there. bloke? Oh, a bit of both. <laughs> uh, Battle and Beck in the best there for the Dubton Eagles. You've had, a, you've had an interesting show today. Oh, have I ever. Third show under the belt, Dice. Yeah, yeah, I know, and you're Third already show. stumbling over your words. Murrumbina, 4832 yesterday, went down to an up-and-about Springvale Districts, 81462. Uh, no multiples for Murrumbina, which is disappointing there. They'd be very, very disappointed with this. No Lukey James either, copped a three-week suspension. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the tribunal. That would be frustrating. Uh, yes, Wilkinson, Angelopoulos were the multiples. Multiples with two goals apiece there at Springvale. Brown, Leader, and Angelopoulos in the best there. I went down to uh, Peterson Street after I was done at Dingley uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bit of a sombre mood for uh, the East Brighton boys. Hampton Hammers, 21-21-147. Oof. That's a big score. Jeez, that, big could have score. Been, that could have been a lot more as well if they kick straight to 10-9-69. East Brighton kicked the first three goals of the game. Yeah. So... And and uh, and then Hampton kicked seven in the first quarter. So East Brighton kicked the first three or four goals, got enough to a flyer, yeah. and then they've been run over. Seven in the first, uh, what's that? Five in the second, and uh, away they went from from there. They kicked seven in the last. Great result, the Hampton Hammers. Great result from the from the Hammers. Crackers it's... Devereux, five goals. There Hammer you go. time. Hammer time. One one of, after two games. One of East Sandy's finest cricketers, Mark Devereaux. Devereaux with five, Bolger with four, Ashman with three. Not Lenny Hayes, but Al Hayes with two. Oh, I wish it was Lenny Hayes. And West with two. So uh, good kicking by Hampton yesterday. Devereaux, Bolger, and Hayes named in the best for Hampton. Nathan Foster. East Brighton. Nathan. Wow, f- just the fiver. Just yeah, he's got. A, you should see the setup he's going with as well. The curly hair. He's got the man bun going on. He. They threw him into the ruck. They played him forward. They played him all over the place, but um, has been a really good asset for them. I think he kicked three or four last week, so um, he's been huge coming back to the club. In the best, Foster, Westcombe, and Doc Larson, the senior Doc. coach. I spoke the, to Doc yesterday. He was, very, he was very disappointed uh, with how they went about it. He said they just lost their structure throughout the game. And this is this is a, a senior coach who I thought pulled the ball, boots off for the uh, oh, mate, he's been, last time a couple of years ago. He's been forced to play for years now. He's been playing all the time. But, I mean, uh, final one final one on this one, yeah. you know, for them wearing signs a little bit. I mean, they they won by 37 points against uh, Sky last mm, week. Mm. You'd probably expect them to put up a better better showing against Hampton. But, you know, evenness of the competition, they'd be, they'd be hoping to bounce back in round three. Definitely. We'll get through a couple more results before we take a break, come back with That's 50 and wrap up for the show for this week. Uh, this is not good for Heatherman. Not good at all. Mm, Disappointing. 4529. Tw- defeated by Keysborough, a rampaging Keysborough. Great side. 23-18, if you don't mind. 150. 56. Chris Bryan with five, the former Collingwood player. Carnally with five as well. Uh, Werner, Timmy Werner with four. We're just good to see him back playing senior footy after a couple of injuries the last few years. Hargraves with three. And Pal, good pal, two there. Uh, and the best players for Keysborough, Sutton Sipos, the brother of Aaron Sipos, who used to play for St. Kilda. Just got married, Aaron Sipos. Good on him. And uh, Hargraves in the best there for Keysy. Flannery, Swainston, and Stone, the best for Heatherton there. Some interesting results there. Uh, quick look at Division 3 and Blackrock yesterday at home. McDonald Reserve, 9-13. Ooh, inaccurate kicking. 67, mm. defeating Cerberus. Oh, did someone say Cerberus? <laughs> <laughs> the boys from the you, Navy base. 
It I had to bring you, it back. It took you five seconds to realise that was sitting on the on the computer. I forgot that was there. Anyway, you just saw the name and then found the uh, found the sting. I there. had to chuck it in. I'm sorry, Donis. <laughs> I won't do that to you too That's often. Right, uh, <laughs> but a good result for Black Rock yesterday. Dobson with two. Handley with two. Handley, Dobson, and Rourke name in the best there. Gray. And Schwartz, the multiples for Cerberus. Disappointing result for them. A good result, however, for Clayton, who are back on the winning list after a few years of uh, grief. And uh, it's good to see them get a win. 12-5-77, defeating Ashwood. 10-7-67. Gilmore with five. Frost with two. Code with two. Rice and Frost. Henderson in the best there. Chapman, McKenzie, and a handful in the best for Ashwood with Myers and Decorado kicking three and two, respectively, for Ashwood. You make it sound like they went on a serious losing streak. They did. How long? For a long time. They couldn't be as bad as the Nunawading Lions no, who won their first game in six hundred days. Not or something. quite that bad, but they they've had some grief the last few years, Clayton, and to see them get a win on the board, oh, a lot of uh, people were happy to positive story. Mead Reserve and Clayton yesterday and the final result we'll cover from Division Four yesterday in the SFNL Moorabbin ten nine sixty nine in a narrow one away. Marriott wow. Waters Reserve and Lindhurst defeated Lindhurst ten eight sixty eight. Browning kicked four for Lindhurst, uh, Ford, Twite, and Twite uh, in the best for Lindhurst. Two and zero for Moorabbin. They put on two hundred and fifty-four points last week. Yeah, and that's and a ver- very but... narrow result if you look at it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. Very, very narrow. It doesn't get much more narrow than that. Nail biting. Nail biting. <laughs> it's either a draw or it's a <laughs> well, it's a win. <laughs> or it's, it's one point. It's a win for Moorabbin. All right, doesn't they, get much more narrow than that. Matty Johansson <laughs> back at Moorabbin this year and doing some great stuff. They're kicking three goals. Isaac. Kicking two. McRae, Barker, Scully in the best for Moorabbin and Johansson as well. For Twite and Twite, as I said, for Lindhurst as well. So we've got to get to a break, Donners. We are well overdue for a break. We've got five minutes left in the show before we head to Sportsman Radio live from the Rotunda in Bentley. 0404 736 if you want to text us in. It's been a good show, Carlos. It has. You are listening to Beyond the Boundary. <laughs> you've, you've had a stinker, though. Here on 88.3 Southern FM. That's $10 in the end of season uh, footy trip. Uh, 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 five minutes to midday. F Southern F. Hour to yourself. You've got your feet up. Maybe you're catching up on that game you missed, checking Facebook, or planning your next holiday. That hour sounds so good, doesn't it? When you give blood, you get a whole hour just to relax. And that's not even the best part because you also save up to three lives. That's why giving blood feels so good. To donate at the Red Cross Blood Service, visit donateblood.com.au or call 13 14 95 today. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon, you can hear all the latest Australian releases on the all-new Saturday Osmosis. Interviews with the artists and live studio performances. All new, all Australian, all genres, all good. All new Saturday Osmosis, every Saturday morning from 10 until noon. Major foundations and health institutes have been established by Lions Clubs in all states, making substantial contributions to the health of the country. The Lions Research Centre at Brisbane's Princess Alexandra Hospital have developed a vaccine for cervical cancer. A New South Wales Lions Foundation offers scholarships which enable nurses to undertake advanced study. In all states of Australia, Lions Clubs are funding essential research into a variety of programs. Pressure. It's something that most of us don't like being under. In fact, it often causes confusion and mistakes. 
As a professional footballer, it's something I've had to get used to. Yet, people think it's okay to put heaps of pressure on kids to perform when they're playing their sport. It might seem harmless enough, but constantly calling out instructions from the sidelines and telling kids what to do can be a real downer. I'm Nick Del Santo, and it's time to let kids be kids and enjoy their sport. Google Play by the Rules to find out more. From beyond the boundary... That's 50. That's 50. 50 metres. Let's go 50 metres. Yeah, we do have time for that. It's 50 736 if you'd like to contribute something that's uh, given you the irrits throughout the week or the weekend in relation to footy. Now, Donners, mm-hmm. my that's 50 this week. Hit, hit me, Carlos. Okay, this is what I'm disappointed about. You want to look at the results every week and you go to the respective websites mm. of respective leagues to look at them and the results haven't been put in properly. There are football clubs out there that fail to put the correct results, their best players, their goal kickers, into, I believe it's Sporting Pulse. And it's important that they do because if if they don't do that, we can't report on them. We can't report on them. The bug's big on this. The bug is big on this for cricket especially because teams forget to do it. And my team has forgotten to do it previously as well. But you're right, just get them in. Get him in. I mean, we saw before North. old Melbourne. <laughs> we want to pump you up, give you a bit of praise for your win over Collegians. Who got in the best? Yeah, Who kicked the goals? Not just in the VAFA, in the SFNL. In the, not so much in the VFL. VFL was generally pretty good. I think but they have professionals who do who are told to do that. You very much so. And if it's not on the sites where you usually go to for results, usually you can look on social media so, and find it. Yes. But you know what? If no you think that social media no is the only way you can put your results, hey, how, just you know, how are you? pull your head out mm-hmm. and make sure you put it online in the right place through Sporting Pulse so that we can report on it and everybody else out there that wants to see results from their local footy club that's my that's 50 have you got one to add to the table I do I do okay I'm, I'm worried. I've had a late change. That's 50. I had a, I had a, I had a good one, but this one's better. Right, can you just get that sting up for me? Just hit that sting. Which right? one? The, that's 50 sting. That's 50? That yeah, that's 50. Okay. Now, Carlos, you've been doing this for a long time. I have been. All right? You've had a stinker today. I have. This is my that's 50. Okay. You've... You've been. You're supposed to be the anchor of this show. I do my best. You know, you're, you're on the buttons. You're hitting, the, hitting all the right notes. You can't even get the words out. I do my best, okay. Matt Cosgrave, not but Mott, Moot. I blame. Coos, I blame. Cos. I blame my sibling, but I'm not going to blame her. Well, you did say off air. You said uh, <laughs> you, your sister woke you up when you were sleeping. But my that's it happens. Is you have a week off? Me and the bugger taking over next week. No, no, we're both back next week, <laughs> and of course we got uh, the match of the day next Sunday, the first <laughs> NFL match of the day to bring to your airways. But we'll talk about that and plenty more. Come back, bugger, need you. Yes, next Sunday from 10:30 a.m. This has oh, been Beyond the mind. Boundary. Don is always a pleasure. Thank you, mate. Go Saints. Go Saints today. Go Sandringham as well. The game's kicked off 10 minutes in there. We wish them all the best. It's off now to Sports Fans Radio and an outside broadcast live from the Rotunda Centre Road in Bentley. Go down and say good day. I'll be doing that shortly as well. Until next Sunday morning, enjoy your footy.